to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. Good afternoon and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock. Beautiful Tuesday afternoon here in East Tennessee. 3.03 here on Fan Run. Good to be with you. Full house today in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Benny Slots is back. feel like we haven't seen him in ages. Two shirts, Slots. Shirt slots. He was at the Southern Conference Tournament Championship yesterday, which I forgot was the Paladins. Fun. Yeah, you know I'm a you a I'm, Paladin fan. Well, I'm a son of Paladins. My parents are Paladins. Your Paladin parents went parents. to Furman. Yeah, really. Oh yeah. Back in the day, out there were from South Carolina. <clears throat> you want to tell them? Slots. I thought it was in North Carolina. It's no. not. No. C3 note. We've got a guy on the show you can't hear, too. We could do that, too. <laughs> yeah, but, like, he's not a – he's not <laughs> – he doesn't normally have a, a big speaking role. I'm just going to say I listened to them this morning. It's just the three of them. Uh-huh. Still couldn't really hear him. I, I, I love it that, like, Nate's out of town. You would think – well, now um, they move him over to Nate's chair. Brett, yeah, Brett, uh, you'll be able. It was like Brett's time to shine. Yeah. It's like, no, you still can't hear him. It's. Uh, you know I actually why? love the consistency. He stayed in that seat. Yeah, nobody cares. But it's gonna be. It, it would be weird at this point if, like, I turned on three and out in the morning. I'm like driving to work, and all of a sudden, I could just hear Brett Hollander like speaking clearly into the microphone and understand everything that he's saying. It would throw me off at this That's point. Terrible. It's kind of like <laughs> it's. I don't know, man. It's it's comforting at this point. Can I still? And I and and weirdly, I kind of feel like I know what he's probably saying based on the reaction of the other people that you can actually hear. Context clues. Can I still put a vote for changing their name to Turnover on Downs? I still feel like that's. It's not as funny twenty four hours later, but it's still pretty funny. I just I think I think Russ brings up a good point. We'll workshop that. We got three in pout when they're upset. When they don't show up, what do we call them? Lazy. Uh, my vote is for just out. out. No three now. It's just out. Out. Or maybe and out. Let me just say and out. And out. Did you hear the rumors that got young Adam Hickman all excited about? Tom Brady potentially coming back. Oh my God! I that can only imagine. Quote tweeted earlier yeah. and completely shot down. Yeah, I didn't even know the Southern Conference. That's one of my favorite tournaments. I remember last year Chattanooga won. That was an epic game. It got Lamont Harris the South Carolina job because they had that transfer from Kansas. It was just dominated. Well, so kind of all the schools like right around us. Yep, East uh, ETSU and and Chattanooga are are so con. So we, we're starting to get some automatic bids in here. Drake won the Valley. 
what, what, what the hell have I been doing? Why have I missed all these great tournaments? Um, I watched that. Have you ever seen Zulu? Mm-mm. An old 1960s movie? Mm-mm. Finally watched that last night. Is that on that list of 100 movies? You yeah, need to... probably. It's, it's, one of, it's a classic. Should we do that? It's a classic. As a, as a Like watch all family? those movies? Or as a show family? Yeah. Let's circle back to that off the Yeah, end. I don't know. We have to workshop that one. I, I don't know if that's one that's actually going to draw in a lot of listeners. Russell and Bear breaking down Lawrence of Arabia. You know what I got sucked into last night after telling you guys that I had no desire to know anything more about it? Milf Manor? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stand firm on that one. Y'all are a couple of sickos. Uh, the Netflix documentary on, on the Murdoch murders. All that stuff over in South Carolina. I don't, I don't know why you pretend like you have no desire. That's like such a bare thing. The, the, I would be stunned if you didn't know all the details about that. I'm, I, I'm somewhat stunned that you haven't pulled me over aside multiple times off the air to say, "Hey, Russell, do, have you been following this? Have you like you know what I mean, happened? It's, the guy, it's the guy killed his babysitter. Like he faked his own death. He faked a uh, like that. That hasn't happened." But I'm not believing for a second that, like, oh, this is, like, uh, this is beneath me. It's not the normally the kind of thing I go for. I just I just decided to watch this because I was bored and couldn't find anything well, else I to finished do. The, you actually, love it. You love this stuff. I, I, I finished the Chris Rock uh, special, and then it, it, like, went to that autoplay thing that Netflix does. I guess it was next <laughs> No, up. don't stop. No, it didn't. You watched it willingly. Oh, I did. I, I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and watch this. You it was call, like three or four episodes. You called it exactly too. It was incredible. Whenever you say, "Have you been following the story?" and Bear will say, "No, no, he, not really." Let you, me tell you everything about it <laughs> from day one to the day up to the. I really don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell you in fine detail everything about this thing you just brought up that I don't care about. At least he's knowledgeable. Like it's not like he's just talking. Well, they're 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 gamecocks. Fairly Dickinson is in. They earned the Northeast Conference bid due to title game opponent Merrimack's ineligibility. It's a bummer. What did Merrimack do? Oh, was it one of those things where they just came up and they yeah. can't win the first year? Which That's is so stupid. Like the dumbest rule That's ever. So dumb. Yeah. It's like Oklahoma, Texas are coming to the SEC, but they can't win the they can't play in the SEC championship game for the first two years. Like why? So dumb. Well, I mean, it, it, they don't. You don't have some kind of inherent advantage when you move up like no, that. No, you're usually it's at a disadvantage. Like a big accomplishment for one of those teams to actually qualify for the NCAA tournament. Furman won the Southern Conference. Kennesaw State won the Atlantic Sun. Louisiana won the Sun Belt. I saw. I think Lunardi has us projected to play them in his latest bracketology. You feel about playing the Raging Cajuns? I feel like we played them in the Jerry Green era in one of our first round. I think games. we did. Uh, Pretty sure we that one, Lenardi. Like I kind of like our chances to make a Sweet Sixteen down there in that little that pod. UNC Asheville won the Big South. Southeast Missouri State won the Ohio Valley. I guess that's it. I feel like this is a good opportunity to rip on Marcus. Marcus, you should have been like th- this. Was be great top three, top top four, top five I, material. <laughs> you should have been telling us that these Excuse games me? are going on. I might have actually watched that last night instead of watching. Did you enjoy watching Zulu? Zulu though? Yeah, was, well, yes. You're welcome. It was good. I I was doing some other things. 
but I did watch it. There's like a big battle scene. It's about like the you know the British Empire back in the day. They had some territory. I think it's in South Africa. I'm not sure, but like the Zulus, the Zulu came, warriors. Yeah, they came in a Zulu had a nation. massive assault on this small little missionary and a band of British soldiers were like able to hold them off. Young Michael Caine. Yeah. Young Michael Caine was like the first thing he was in. Yeah. You ever find yourself rooting for like the Zulus in these movies? Because I do. Well, it's interesting because I think a lot of people, I think you're thinking of this movie is like, oh, it's a heroic British movie that like, that like, you know, paints the Zulus in not such a great light, but that's not really what it is. It's like very respectful towards them and kind of, it's kind of an anti-colonial mo- message in a, in a way, kind of undercurrent throughout it. But uh, anyway, Kennesaw State, going to the Kendrick dance. Perkins, my friends, did not go to college. Yeah, I looked that up. He was committed to Memphis, but chose to go to the NBA. He was... He was just on talking. We were talking about, the about this before the show for people who are wondering why Bear would say that. Yeah, randomly, in the first segment. Because I the thought program. we were. I thought we had already started when we had that conversation. So no, we we start when the music when the intro music plays, well, and then I knows? start talking Everybody into the microphone. Talking. That's that's when the show starts. Oh, lost so track. Perkins was just talking about the Celtics for a second. I wanted to bring up some unfortunate news for former Vol Grant Williams. Was uh, heard talk- he been struggling lately? He was talking some smack to Donovan Mitchell, saying, "I'm going to make both." Talking about his free throws, proceeded to miss both. Oh, talk after you make him, oh. big guy. That one hurt. I'm going to, I'm going to make both. And, Forgot and my lost. iPad today, so all drops will be manual drops, <laughs> which could actually be better. Except for me. breaking news, and I've got the flush button always. Right, and that's good. Our favorite of late. He doesn't have that one right. He doesn't have that <laughs> Hell, I don't. <laughs> so, Steve Hamer's going to join here in just a few minutes. We'll get his thoughts on where this Tennessee basketball team is as they head into tournament play. Again, Thursday, no show. Mark your calendars. No program on Thursday. We will be hosting a listener watch party, and we want you to come out and watch Tennessee and the winner of, oh man, I don't know, Ole Miss and South Carolina. Correct. 3 p.m. ish. We'll be out there. I'll be out there by three. Come on out, have some pizza, cold beer, be watching the game, and uh, hopefully we will drink together from the keg of glory. Either that or get blowed away to <laughs> kill drown the pain. in the keg of despair. Steve Hamer coming up here in just a mere matter of moments. Let's get a call from Martin. To start things off, what's up, Martin? Russell. Martin. My, my lady Vols finally got ranked. Hey, welcome to the big time, Kelly Harper. Number twenty-three in the country. Not bad, Martin. Do you, you think, think it get? Do you think they'll get the first two games here in Knoxville now, Russell, or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think they've done enough to earn it. They. Uh, they played your toughest schedule in the country. And you That's know what I'm talking about. That in their toughest schedule in the country. Who? Overall, number 15 or number 16 in the country. I mean, I think the resume speaks for itself, Martin. 
I say the road to the Final Four goes through Knoxville. That's what I always say, isn't it, Marcus? Yes, and yeah. I mean, tell you this too, Tamari Key is coming back. I saw year. that. Yeah, good for her, man. I, I've assumed that she's anticipating a clean bill of health. I'm so happy for that girl. Mm-hmm. Because you know what the former Texas A&M coach said last year about her? What? He said, well, that's six, six girl since he got in the middle. He said they got a final four team. Yeah, you wonder wonder what how much she would have helped this team down the stretch yeah. this year. Martin, I saw a young lady they need to uh, – Coach Harper definitely needs to get. Who? Jelani Cambridge out of Ensworth High School. She's number one player in America, class of 24. Wow. She scored like 50 in the state championship game. I'd but like she to lost. See it, but I think her sister was playing for Vanderbilt before. Do you know that, Bear? No, but, I didn't. Bear is so proud of himself now for having some. I mean, he Watch could be the, making this up. I don't know. Watch but the second he, half. He just of tuned out. He, he did not game. listen to what you just said, Martin. He's, her sister went to Vanderbilt. Wow. Her sister, one of her relatives, did. Huh. She want to go there. I'm, not, I'm so happy for. Well, hopefully she can come back healthy. And I think Kelly Harper, there's going to be a little bit of pressure on her next year, I think, to yes. do a little bit better. And you know what the boys told me on overtime? I knew we was after him, but you know what the boys said on overtime like that? What's that? They said we're after a wide receiver out of Oak Ridge, Brandon Hayward. Is that the kid who started at West? I'm not sure. He might have been. I think they, they stole well, him from us. And what's your age? A three-star or four-star? Yeah, I think that Tennessee is looking at him. Now, is he a rising senior? Yes, he'll be, a, he'll be in 24 class. I think Tennessee's looking at him a little bit. But I don't. I, I think they've got some other guys higher on their board. But I hope it does. I hope. I mean, I would love to see him in orange and white. Always love the local kids. Michigan State and Boston College and a few others, Horny. Well, we're up to the point. Well, you got to take what you hear from those overtime guys. You got to take what you hear from overtime with a grain of salt, Martin. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I listen to both of you, Russell. Those guys are knuckleheads. I'm just saying. I listen to both of you. Well, just listen to us a little closer. That's all I'm telling you. Well, all right. I appreciate they, you, Russell. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, bye. According to my new favorite laugh. That was a good one. Uh, Brandon Hayward is a four-star out of Oak Ridge, is what this says. That's what you Mark said. Are you, you're not listening to our Well, caller? you said West, and so I was oh, – Yeah, but, they can, can be from I, somewhere. Go ahead. Oak Ridge had a player – I'm not sure if this is him. It might have been somebody else who started at West his freshman and maybe sophomore year and then transferred. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Who transferred am, or went home? I am recklessly accusing Oak Ridge High School of recruiting the Rebel oh. away. Which, why would maybe, you want to go play for Oak Ridge when you can play on a state championship caliber program? Maybe you don't want to thirty three hundred Sutherland Avenue. You don't want to have to drive an hour to get to school every day, and you can just drive like ten minutes and go to Oak Ridge. I'm telling you. Uh, Derek, I mean, Derek, Derek Ray. We know where he lives now. All of a sudden, Marcus like, said he's from Oak Ridge, Ross. <laughs> he hails from Oak Ridge. 
But if he tells me that you guys, if he started at West, wouldn't it stand to reason that he went to West because he was zoned there and then went to Oak Ridge, which is probably further away? If we're speculating recklessly, wouldn't mine be more likely? No, because I have noticed a trend in that. As You've West noticed as, a trend. Yeah, West started winning a lot more football games. It led me to believe they'd finally gotten, you name know, gotten one, religion. Name, so name one player who uh, has been going to West. This is all know. anecdotal. Okay, <laughs> then give anecdotal. me one anecdote. Just one, not a bunch. One. I could, I could text. Uh, I, I could text. No, no, you give me one. I, I don't. No I don't I, I'm, I'm not asking somebody else. I'm asking you. I've You're the guy on the radio. They, that they have You've a heard. pretty good. Read. <laughs> many, many people many. are saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One guy? A couple. Ultra Boys? Ultra Boys meeting? Your, your drunken idiot friends are accusing West. Your drunken idiot Catholic-loving friends are accusing West of recruiting. Recruiting high school improper improprieties. That's what you're alleging right now on the show. 100%. The stunning lack of self-awareness. Like you guys to, haven't ever recruited. Don't act like you guys haven't recruited. I mean, it's high school football, but I'm just saying I, I will not sit here and be accused of uh, doing it the wrong way by a Catholic fan. Is we it, need to. We need to take a break. Mm. We need. It is Marcus. We need to take a break. Okay. Stay with us. The drive continues. The big fella, Stevie Hamer, coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Welcome back. The Drive continues. Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear and Marcus cruising with you. Tuesday afternoon edition of the show. And we head to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines where a special guest is standing by, former fall Steve Hamer, joining us on the show. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing really, really well on this on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon, man. It really does not get any more picturesque outside right oh. now. A.B. Day. Oh man, it's 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 fabulous, man! And it was, hey man, it was great seeing you the other day. I wish it was under better circumstances, but uh, it was a, a great send off for our friend Roger on uh, Sunday over there at First Apostolic. And uh, good to see you doing well, man. It looks like you could still get out there and, and give Coach Barnes, uh, you know, maybe maybe a, a good three or four minute shift down there. You got a couple good hard fouls in you still, don't you, Stevie? Yeah, I've got some hard fouls in me, but I don't. I'm gonna have to get those hard fouls in in about ten to fifteen seconds. <laughs> uh, that that's about the extent of what I've got left in me, man. You could probably clock me right right now with a sundial um, uh, instead of you know the laser uh, that they're using up at the NFL Combine. But um, but it, it, it was it was it was very good to see you. Um, uh, you know, there on on uh, this past Sunday night, man. You know. I was I was fortunate uh, and blessed to to be able to know Roger, um, uh, and you know we we went to church together. I've known him for the greater part of almost twenty years, uh, and just an incredible spirit. Um, never a negative word to say about anyone, um, and it, it's a tough loss, man. But I think the outpouring um, that that he received, that his family's received from you and other um, people around our community, man, was just, it was, quite frankly, it was overwhelming um, that he had that type of impact. So Roger is going to be, going to be um, um, missed, man, for sure. Here, here, well said. And 
one thing Big Raj always liked to do, and Steve was talking Tennessee basketball, and in that spirit, now that March Madness is here, it looks like the Volunteers are looking like a potential three seed if you follow the bracketologists here. Um, how are you feeling about this team right now as we head into postseason play? You know, I try to be uh, the eternal optimist. Um, you know, glasses always half full. Um, so, you know, looking at it through that prism, man, I, 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 again, I like our chances. Do, do I wish that we were not so inconsistently consistent, um, if that makes sense? Sure. Uh, I, I, I wish that we were um, coming into this SEC tournament um, the way that we came in last year, where we where we were on a streak and and um, you know we were uh, scoring points and we had a facilitator and we had shooters and we were healthy, um, but you know we were none of those things right now appear to be um, going Tennessee's way. We're we're not healthy. Um, we we're not going into the tournament on a hot streak. Um, we, we haven't been consistent going down the stretch. Uh, so with all of that being said, I really think that this team still has the makeup to, to quite possibly do something special. I really like the draw that we have. I, I like the fact that, you know, I think we can, we can um, uh, dispatch of, of Ole Miss or South Carolina. Um, then, you know, I think we'd have to play Missouri again, which I think we can we can beat Missouri. Uh, and then, you know, who knows uh, after that. But I think a three seed is is probably where we're going to fall. And it's going to take it's going to take a, a Herculean effort from everyone for us to make it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. Steve Hamer with us this afternoon on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. And Steve, you've been following the Vols for a long time now. You know, we talking football a lot about injuries mounting, and that's just sort of the deal. You get towards the end of the season, and it's a war of attrition, and who has depth. That's usually not the case at basketball. I know, you know, they lost Kamwa last year. The year they lost Kyle Alexander in the NCAA tournament really hurt that year, obviously. But usually it's like you have one guy, maybe two guys with injuries. And this year, it's just been one after the other, and uh, I don't know, have you have you ever seen anything like this in basketball where you have four or five key guys missing major minutes and then just to cap it all off, losing your starting point guard is that's really tough for any team to overcome. It, it is. Um, and, you know, I, I think also it's a testament to how well this team has um, um, played this Despite the injuries and the illnesses, because if, if you look back in totality at this particular season, this iteration, we have not been healthy since day one um, with Josiah Jordan James being out with it with his knee. Uh, then, you know, then he comes back and then all of a sudden there there's there's a there's sickness that that kind of invades the team and, you know, the flu and, and things of that nature. And then all of a sudden. You know, uh, uh, you you got Santi, and you know he goes down with with a shoulder, and 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 uh, that that plagued him, uh, and still plaguing him, to be quite honest. Um, then then you go to you know Julian Phillips and the hip flexor, and 
and Joe again with the ankle and, and more sickness, Tyree Key being out, and then uh, uh, the coup de gras would, would, would be, you know, Zakai Ziegler uh, being, you know, down with a season-ending ACL injury. But with all of that being said, you know, for all of the people that still think that, oh, man, you know, they're, they're underachieving and they're underwhelming, look, if someone were to have told you back in 1996 that you would end up as possibly a three seed in the overall big dance, you'd end up fifth in the conference, and you'd win 20 games again this year, I would have run with that. I, and I don't know too many basketball fans that wouldn't have run with that. So, you know, I, I, I know with, that, we're, that we're not trending in the right direction right now, but, but I'm telling you, stay with this team. I still think that we can get some good stuff out of it. Oh, no, we, we have definitely become spoiled around here because I, I remember the era you're talking about, uh, Stevie, growing up here in Knoxville and just, you know, just wanting to make the tournament, like not caring <laughs> about seating at all, just wanted to be there. And, uh, again, testament to Coach Barnes that, you know, he's been able to to get in and, and obviously Coach Pearl lived in the tournament and Coach Barnes is – has just continued that to the point where now Tennessee fans do kind of we do take it for granted, right, Steve? It's we're watching the bracketology. How high can you get up there on the seating line? And then it's no longer good enough just to get there. It's how far are you going to go? And you know that's uh, on on some levels that's unfair to the coaches, but that's you know to take that next step, you do kind of have to have that mentality of just making it isn't good enough, don't you? Yeah, you, you do. You do. Look, you know, with expectations come expectations, uh, you know, and that's never more apparent than, than, you know, this basketball team because we have gotten to that point to where we look at, as you just so aptly put, we, we look at, man, you know, we, we need to try to get to a two or how, how, can, how can we stave off a four and stay at the three where – Man, back when I played, man, in, in the days of dinosaur parking, um, you know, we were scuffling, man, just to get to the NIT and, and we're hoping for a good seat or maybe a, uh, uh, we could host in the NIT. But, man, you know, full circle, this team is a, is, is a 20-win season year in and year out. Uh, and I get it. I get it. I get it. I get the fact that fans want to see us break through that glass ceiling to get to – you know, the Elite Eight or possibly a Final Four with with all of the talent that we've got on, on this year's roster. Um, and I, and I, I get it. But but at the same time, man, I, you know, we, we should be, again, thankful that we've got a great head coach um, who, who cares an awful lot about our program, who cares an awful lot about our kids, our fans. That's going to get it done. I firmly believe he's going to get it done. Um, and, and we're, we're going to be excited about that process. Steve, looking at this injury situation, and I, I heard Coach Barnes talking today about how playing Santi 39 minutes at Auburn is too much. they got to get him some rest, and they're, they are beat up at this point. And you're playing on Thursday in the SEC tournament for the first time in a couple of years. Another example of you know where the program is at is that that is disappointing. But um, – it, it strikes me, and I'll see just uh, your thoughts on this, but playing four games in four days might not be a great thing for this team. Is there any part of you, Stevie, that like if, if you're Coach Barnes, you're this program, 
Is there any part of you that would kind of be okay with not playing a ton of games in Nashville this week so that you can be fresh for the NCAA tournament, which feels like having won the SEC tournament last year that it's even more important this year that you you prioritize the the big dance instead of the conference tournament. Does that make sense? It does. It makes perfect sense. And and that's why, you know, me and, and I'm sure Coach Barnes, the rest of the team were were really um, hanging our hats on having that double buy because man, it, it may not seem like much, but man, one game, one day, that that's a lot. It's a lot because now you go from three in three days, and once you once you get that double buy, you're already playing someone that potentially has already played twice. So you you know right there you've got the fresher legs. You 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 you're ready to play. Whereas that team that's already played twice, man, they're man, you know they're they're tired. They're they're very very tired. So you know I I, I think what's special about this year. Even though we're going to have to play four games in four days, what's special about this year is that this could be a time and place in which we could finally come together as a team. And, and when I say that, I mean that we, 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 we really haven't had any type of chemistry all year long. As I said just mm. a few minutes ago, we haven't had that chemistry. And maybe we can utilize this time to, to, to get a starting rotation locked in to get a sixth man locked in a seventh man because it's just fluctuated so much you know where does Tyree Key fit in now um is Jemai Meshack is he solidified at the starting position is is you know is, are, are we going to bring uh uh Julian is he going to be the sixth guy when is Uros going to play so all of these things I, I think if you're coach Barnes you're probably looking at this again as a glass half full guy, in thinking that okay, this we can practice this week um, with with our starting five. We can get our rotation down off of the bench. We we can you know get a game under our, our, our you know under our belt uh, Thursday and Friday, and hopefully make a run Saturday and Sunday. So I you know I, I look at, at at this in thinking that man we can we can develop hopefully some type of chemistry and maybe go on a run and maybe get hot at just the right time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's surviving advanced time, and we'll see what happens here coming up. Uh, Steve, real quick, man, as a guy who played at Tennessee and made the NBA, what are your thoughts on Julian Phillips? That seems like a big recruiting job for Rick Barnes after this season. Is he pro-ready, or do you think there's any chance that Barnes and the staff could convince him to come back for one more year? Uh, you know, I, I think that um, at some point Julian Phillips is going to be a pro. Um, I think he's got all the intangibles. Um, I think he's got the height. Certainly, he's going to have to put on some 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 weight. Um, I think that he can shoot the ball well, um, and I think he's got a good nose for the ball. Is a slasher, can rebound, can defend. Um, but what? So as of right now, I think that another year would serve him very well. Uh, another year to learn the game even more, to 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 understand concepts, to get a little stronger. I think that will serve him very well. Very well. And in this era of NIL, um, I think that can also be a benefit for him. You know. 
in times past when when you had to go and make some money for your family or whatever, you made that leap. It, it was a leap of faith. But right now, in this spirit of NIL, in this in this brand new era, he can make substantial money here, um, all while still developing, still learning, still being coached by one of the greats in college basketball history. So. I think that he is going to be an NBA player, but I would love to see him come back at least for one more year. Yep, that would be huge for Tennessee as well. Last thing, Stevie, we'll let you out of here. All right, uh, Tennessee gets into the big dance here uh, next week, and you're in one of those tight games like you know they're going to be in at some point. Last possession, Tennessee needs a bucket. You're down by one. Who do you want to see? with the ball in their hands when Tennessee's got to have that shot? I want to see Josiah Jordan-James, especially if we just need a bucket to win it. Uh, I want to see Josiah Jordan-James come off a curl screen and knock down that 10- to 15-foot jump shot that we have grown accustomed to see him knocking down time after time after time this season in particular. So I want to see, and, 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 and again, this team has a lot of, a lot of issues, um, whether you know, you're looking at their free throw shooting. We, we, we're not shooting the ball from the free throw line very well. Um, or you know, the go-to guy, who's the go-to guy. But if, you're, if you need a bucket right now and it's just a two-point shot, I'm, I'm getting the ball to, to Josiah Jordan-James so that he can turn around, elevate over that defender, and knock the shot down. All right, Uh, we'll see if Triple J is the man one called upon. Steve, always good visiting with you, my friend. Thank you for jumping on with us and lending us your expertise for a few minutes. Man, it is always a pleasure to jump on with you guys, and certainly I'm I'm hoping to jump on with you guys again, uh, you know, after Tennessee makes a long run in both tournaments. Yeah, we'll do it for sure. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Stevie Amer on the Big Orange Phillies phone lodge. Check out Big Orange Phillies. In Hall, 6625 Maynardville Pike. It's a great spot for a quick lunch or burgers and beers with friends after work. They will have the all the tournament song, conference and NCAA. They might even have the NIT on. I don't know about that. But if you really wanted to watch an NIT game, they might pull it up for you. Go check them out. Tell them Fan Run sent you. BigOrangePhillies.com. We'll take a quick timeout. A lot to unpack there. We'll do it when we continue next right here on Fan Run Radio. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Steve Hamer, epic appearance on the show this afternoon. Barry, what did you learn? Uh, two things. Uh, he, uh, I never realized that him and Roger had been friends for that long. Roger never flexed on the rest of us. He was good buddies with Stevie Hamer, ball legend. Um, uh, the big thing, uh, he's looking for – you know, he's still optimistic. I mean, I guess that's, you know, Stevie's. He's so optimistic. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, makes total sense that him and Roger are good buddies. They're two, honestly, the two of the most optimistic people I've ever met in my life. But he's also realistic. I mean, he he went through the challenges, too. You know, I mean, and, and he's right. It's Oh, he, he did gotta, agree with your uh, thing you've been preaching about the SEC tournament versus uh, the NCAA. I, I mean, I, I don't think I've been preaching like well, maybe not once preaching, we get into but... these games like i'm going to want to win i'm not going to want to lose but 
it's you it also ain't gonna have, hurt your feelings if we do. Though. Well, you have to acknowledge, man. It's um, playing four games in four days would not be beneficial at all for Tennessee's NCAA tournament hopes, right? I mean, not when we're we've kind of been beat up all year and we're missing our best our starting point guard. And I mean, arguably I, our best player. You know, I, I say that, but as I say it, I also think well. If you make the tournament championship game, if you win the SEC tournament again, you know, you're four and six, kind of stammering down the stretch. You've lost your point guard. The vibes aren't great around the team. I don't think they're bad. Coach Barnes, I was listening today, he said, team's confident. We're confident. I don't think they're bad, but I think that it would be not just saying you're confident. I think you will be confident if if you win four games and you're beating and Alabama and, uh, you know, Kentucky, whoever, in, in the process of doing that, like I, I think that would be that, – that could get fans going, get the team going, and make you feel a little bit better. But you're also going to be tired. You, that's, a, that's a lot of basketball. Yeah, but also think about the – just the confidence boost in general for winning that back-to-back – like that would yeah, just but I mean, good. last year we saw it, and it didn't translate into any more success in the uh, NCAA tournament. And we played what three games in three days. We obviously weren't tired because we laid it on whoever that team they had us matched up with. Who did we play last year in the first round? Mm. Longwood. Longwood. Uh, and then we just went out. I don't think we got tired. I don't think it was yeah. tired or anything. No, it was we just, just got whooped by Michigan. But, yeah, they, we, we could not contain Dickinson. Their point guard lit us up, and Tennessee went 2 of 18 from three-point range. Yeah, and then they shut down completely Vescovy. Ran him off. Why are we reliving this? Because you have good. to, man. You have to. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, you do. You don't have to do anything, man. We, we spent, like, what, like a good couple weeks dealing with that? And we'll still talk about it, buddy. Let's get Polish Joe in here on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? Doing well. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, first of all, I want to really I, – I really appreciate – I must have just missed you guys, but I, I've went to a lot of games with Raj, baseball, basketball, football, and I just – Really appreciate. Uh, he loved you guys, and I know you guys loved him. Yeah, thank you, man. It's uh, and, uh, we sure did. I really love that, man. Sure did. Uh, second is now. You know, I'm trying. It's been emotional eight nine days. So I'm trying to get back to normal, but I don't know if we'll ever get back back to normal without miss with without missing that guy, but. I have a question, and my question is: is why why does it seem so? I called like a month and a half ago to the show, and I was asking about why not when we are in all these blowout games, why aren't we given BJ minutes? And and now I'm hearing about. Uh, the excuse if we if we get to the second round it's okay because we don't have a backup point guard, but the job of a coach is to develop the players. Man, you there that should not be an excuse or a crutch for a coach 
because he hasn't developed them when he's had the opportunity to. I, I agree. Um, and it's just one of those things. I mean, it's at this point, it's it's too late for anything to change. So, it it's frustrating. Um, I, it's one of those things where you know, Coach Barnes is so prideful that I don't think I've ever heard him admit a mistake when it comes to like who we we played or um, or you know what they. If I had it to do over, I wouldn't call this play or something in a, in a specific game. And I just wonder, man, if you could just get like one-on-one, no cameras or microphones or, or around, maybe a little bit of sodium pentothal mm-hmm. in his veins and ask him, it's like, coach, man, what's the deal with BJ? Why why did you not play him? I bet you like he would say, ah, you know, I probably should have in hindsight, but I just thought we weren't going to need him and thought we could get by just fine and – by the time we got into the season and it was apparent that we needed to play him, it was too late and I didn't want to go back and admit the mistake. That's what it feels like to me. I, I could yeah. be totally wrong. Maybe he just isn't ready and he needs this extra time and seasoning and it would be unfair to throw him out there. But that just I, sounds stupid, I, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I honestly think, I mean, we are in the same spot as Texas was eight years into it. Yeah, it's okay, yeah, but we're never getting any farther. And then I think, you know, I think now that we have a great baseball coach, I think a great football coach, which is making it harder on, on uh, Barnsley, but I'm just thinking that I there, we're, we're top five in attendance. We're top five in salary for our coach, man. I, I'm tired of underestimating this job. Mm. This job is a great job. I mean, you top five in attendance. You're top five paying a coach. I mean, I'm tired of making excuses for him, and I'm not, but other people are. I mean, just it wasn't it wasn't a month and a half ago, and we're the best team in basketball, and we were going to smother our Grant Williams and Admiral's team. <laughs> that that does seem I like mean, a long time ago that we were having that debate, Joe. We I, haven't won a road game since January. Yeah. Well, I I, I think that you understand. have to have a nuanced look at this right I I think on on the one hand you know you say uh, tired of excuse making and like I agree with your the the BJ Edwards thing like I I think that's a problem like I I think he could have helped us and I think if he had been developed properly over the course of the season that you know perhaps he would have been able to help Santi doesn't have to play 39 minutes the other night maybe you win that Auburn game maybe you don't run out of gas down the stretch I like we'll never know but I think it's a fair question to ask. Now, the other side of that is the injury thing cannot be ignored. And, I, you know, we, we hate it in football when coaches use injuries as an excuse. I don't think it's an excuse in basketball because you're not – you don't expect to have an injury bug in basketball. It wasn't an excuse that they lost Kamwa. And Kamwa was playing well when he got hurt last year, and we missed him. Yeah. We, we missed him down the stretch. That could have made a difference. But nobody – like, it wasn't used in an excuse, and it couldn't have been. Like, it, it was just not valid. I, I think This Saturday year's a little could. bit different. Yeah, okay. 
this, this year's different, man. When you have your best player senior leader coming into the season, we all thought Josiah was going to be the best player on the team. And he's just not healthy. Hasn't been healthy all season. And and he's missed more than half of the, the games, I think, if you go back and look at it. He's missed major time. Um, you had, um, obviously, the injury to Ziegler. Julian Phillips missed a good chunk of time. Key has missed games. Vescovy has missed games. That, and that's just the injuries. There have been like guys missed games because they were sick mm-hmm. or ill. Never seen anything like that. That's a valid excuse. That's You have to figure that into whatever shortcoming. Like if that, that was five guys who've missed time to injury. If it's just two or even just three, how many more wins is that worth? You got to think that's worth at least another one or two wins in the game in, in, sure. over the course of the season. And then all of a sudden you're talking about a two seed. You're not playing on Thursday in the, the SEC tournament. I mean, the, the conversation around the team changes drastically. That's not anything to do with coaching, man. That's just pure bad luck, plain and simple. This is a – their strength and conditioning program is legendary. They're very well – conditioned team it's just bad luck you have to figure that in all i'm saying is i think that he might fans would be a lot more willing to cut him that slack had he it's the whole Edwards thing man because that that's what made especially zakai now such a glaring loss because you you know you had this freshman you're supposed to be your backup and you never played him Stay with us. The drive continues. Hour number two coming up. Marcus Young has your top four at four. We're back with more right after this.